1: And coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. It's so funny, Benny, right? That and Jacob, we're in the middle of talking with Matthew, Matthew Wood in the last show uh about holistic medicine etc and then we started to talk about angels because that's part of my journey too and it's interesting because guess who is joining us today yeah i am so thrilled robbie robbie hopes joining us here today international respected healer speaker right worked widely as a medium helping countless people all over connect with the other side She's a co-author and award-winning author of books like Secrets of Aboriginal Healing and Aboriginal Secrets of Awakening. Uh, So much more, right? I think she lives like right in my backyard. Uh, I don't know if it's like my backyard or not, but it's close. Um, And then she is out in the world with a message that says, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute holts wellness thrive in body mind and spirit what does that mean thrive in body mind and spirit you know today it's really kind of cool that we get to talk with her about what does this mean to connect you know what does this mean but even more than that is that how do we how do we step forward and 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 connect angels in waiting. How do we reach out to our guardian angels, our spirit guides? How do we do that? Now, let's just clear some stuff up for a minute. Before there was the internet and cell phones and even old school phones. What do we know about ancient cultures? What do we know about them? And and when I say what do we know about them, at least what do we know about them that is portrayed to us, whether you're watching that channel, at Ancient Aliens channel or in our pop culture, but what is being portrayed to us? Here's what's being portrayed to us. One of the things they kind of all have in common is their ability to reach out, to reach out to whether it's angels, whether it's spirit guides, whether it's God, to reach out. To that which they cannot see, but deeply believed communicates with them. Insights, vision, dreams, right? I mean, we hear about this over and over and over again. You know, whether it's Daniel in the Bible, or you're reading something in the Bhagavad Gita, or you're the Quran, it doesn't matter. We're hearing this. So then why is it that it's become even more difficult now in our pop culture and in the world we live in to just rise up and say to ourselves so beautifully and nicely, I want to communicate with you, Uriel. I want to communicate with you. Today, we're going to take a look at this fabulous book uh, and what it means. And by the way, Benny, we are taking callers. Yes, yes. We're going to do live call in, get yourself some insights, information, readings, whatever you want to call it. 1 800 930 2819. I'm so excited to do the show. Robbie, 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 Robbie. Hi, I'm excited too. <sighs> Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for the body of work that you said yes to in this lifetime.
0: Thank you. And thank you to you as well. You're very devoted.
1: I am. I love this. And I'm a student. I, uh, you know, people ask me what I love most about now 20 years doing this, 13 years starting a network, transformation network. And what do I love most? My answer has never changed. I love speaking with people like you and what I'm about to learn and what we're about to do to help our listeners today. I want to ask you this. I did a brief introduction, and there's always so many fascinating things that have gone on in one's life, in your life. I would love to know. Here we are, angels in waiting, how to reach out, guardian angels, spirit guides. For me, I can only imagine your life, but here's what I want to know. I would love to know, Robbie, for you, what challenges, what obstacles, right, did you personally have to overcome to bring you right here to this very moment? (laughs) 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 They should have warned you.
0: (laughs) That's why there's a book written about it. You know, I I think you probably know this, Pat, when you um, step up to be of service in these ways, you need to go through these experiences yourself so that you can't really help people if you haven't gone through it. So I I almost died a couple of times when I delivered my son in 85. I was given a blood transfusion that had hepatitis C. So the hepatitis C almost killed me. And then the experimental treatments that the doctors put me on almost killed me. So I survived really small odds. And it put, and then I ended up healing myself of the hepatitis C and chronic fatigue syndrome and uh, temporary brain damage and fibromyalgia. It, you know, what the doctor said was not curable. I healed, and that put me on this path of waking people up to empowering themselves and recognize we are, um, we have the healing ability in us, and take out that take the beautiful wisdom that the Aboriginal, uh, remote Aboriginals, gifted us with. They wanted that out there to help people recognize where we're missing the boat. It's a body, mind, spirit thing. It's not just physical. So that put me on this path. And then my uh, late husband, Gary, losing him in uh, 2007, he uh, had gone into the outback himself. And that, well, he was a scientist. He was a physicist, pretty much black and white, right? It doesn't exist if it can't be proven. But when he went into the outback, the Aboriginal people also woke him up to the fact that there are beings that can't be seen that are still there and that there's a lot of gray area. And so he came back from the outback with the abilities to be able to see and connect to the other side of the veil and watching him do that and connect all the time that woke me up. So Pat, what the next step was was when he passed in 2007 is he would show up every morning after he passed at eight Uh, o'clock he's a very punctual man he continued to be very punctual it's always eight o'clock and i didn't expect that and i didn't know that i had the ability to connect with him in that way and it just kept growing and growing so we still work together my husband even though he passed into physically in 2007 He's still very connected to the work that I do and helping people. And and in a bigger way helped me recognize how to connect as well. So seeing what it did to my life, how it dramatically changed my life and so many other people that we've helped. It's like we've got to get this information out about how to get assistance from the other side for everything.
1: Yeah, I am totally there with you. I love the part in your book. I wrote this down. I scratched this down. And it's your promise. And you you say that this is my promise to you that in the course of, of reading this book, you'll come to understand how to engage powerful help from the angels and spirit guides so that it will enrich your life beyond what you are currently able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. What you're about to discover is how empowered and enriched your life will become when you engage their assistance. Are you ready to begin? Okay. Okay. I'm going to break this down, and I'm going to let you chime (laughs) right in. I love it. When one discovers this, and believe me, I am a work in progress. In as many years as I've been doing the Dr. Pat show and the network, I had a major epiphany about seven days ago. And I think it was from going back and reading your book, and and I, I can't really pinpoint when it flipped for me. But what I realized is the untapped, unused potentiality for guidance. That when we step in with unwavering conviction, openness, the heart, the mind, right? And we step in and we're willing to begin everything changes. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Now, Tell me if I'm over-exaggerating. No,
0: you are not over-exaggerating. And I love that you asked that. No, it's huge. It's transformational. That's why, like you, I'm passionate about getting information out that's going to make a positive difference in people's lives. And the guides have told me it is like going from five amps of power on your own to 5,000 amps of power with their help. And there is tremendous love behind this. There's tremendous power, patience, gentleness. It's there. For the asking, what I think is important for people to know is that they will respond, but they're going to respond according to two ways they're going to respond because they have laws that they're governed by right spiritual universal that sort of thing. But they're going to respond according to the highest and best good of all, and very importantly they're going to respond according to your soul's intention. So for instance, if you have an illness that you're or a disease that you're trying to heal and you're being challenged by not being able to heal that and you ask for help from your guides and angels, they will help you heal that in the way that is the, what your soul intends. So if there's a message behind that disease and you're not getting that message, they'll help you get the message. And then they'll help you heal it as well. So they'll help according to your soul's intentions. So you can ask them, thank you for helping me win the lottery. That'd really help with my finances. But they won't do that if it's not your soul's intention, which it likely isn't. But they will respond in a way that's appropriate for you and bring abundance in other ways. So we got to let go of that expectation and mm-hmm. how and when it's going to show up. But know that it you will be responded to. You are tremendously loved.
1: Yeah. What I love about what you just said was the literal miscommunication of the secret when it came out. And so what do I mean by that? We promised people a lot. However, we did not explain a few things to them. One, we didn't explain the emotional side of asking. And there's a reason Esther and Jerry Hicks decided to pull away from from that project. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I happened to interview them Uh, I have actually an interview that I listened to of them the other day that goes back to like 2000 and I don't even know, like three or four before they decided not to do it. And I was reminded of this, what you just said. Here's what I was reminded of. You may ask for a million dollars and you may be like all in. Somehow you're like, I got to get the million. And you don't get the million. And you change your energy from optimism, you know, from positive possibilities. You change it to disappointment, Mm -hmm. to despair. And here's what I've learned. That that doesn't mean you're not going to receive the directive intention to get you to where the guides and angels know you want to go, but you may not get there through the million.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it doesn't mean you're not worthy, and it doesn't nope. mean you're not being listened to. It means that it's happening in the way that's best for you and what mm-hmm. you're here to learn and experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think, think I think that's what people were missing. They were doing the vision board, and I think that was the, not just in healing, but I, I thought the secret was a great um, movie and a lot of information in that book as well. But they are missing the soul's input. Yeah. And that's essential.
1: You know why I love The Secret? Because what it did is it took people like me that grew up on the East Coast, born in the Bronx, didn't even know that grass grew in places it grows. (laughs) You know, my dad like cemented the whole backyard, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, But for people like me and, and all around the world, it introduced a spiritual concept that was limited to practices like. Religious science or uh, Christian science or some of the other cultures, right, Mm -hmm. that were positive and optimistic. But it introduced the notion that you can manifest through these ways. I love that in your book and what you're doing is you're not just saying you can, but we are being talked to and guided all the time, right?
0: Yeah. It's huge. The assist, We were designed to have this help. But because it's a free will planet, they won't just step in and intervene unless we ask, right? I, I mean, I give the example of it's like a child wanting to learn how to tie their laces and might make a real tangled mess. That's part of the learning process. But when the child asks the parent for help in how to tie those laces, then the parent steps in the, in the way that's appropriate for them. So it doesn't mean they're necessarily going to just tie their laces for them every time. They're going to teach them and guide them and show them how to do it. And it's the same thing here. It's a free will planet. We've got to ask. And that's why the guides and angels really wanted me to get this book out is because there is help available like never before. And but we need to take advantage of it by simply asking. Don't complicate it. You just ask. They're telepathic to your thoughts. Ask them in your mind. Let go of how and when this is going to show up. And, and, and hand it over and allow.
1: Yeah, I got to talk to this part. Now, I would love for you to comment on this, right? Um, there's a part in your book where you, there's this realization of the limitations of the mind. Uh, it's one of your subchapters or chapters in the book and discussion. I think you even mentioned George Carlin in it. Um, and, <laughs> and I was reading it the other day and a light bulb went on for me about something very important to us, to our network. And the lipo that went on, and I cannot remember exactly how. I, let me give you the bottom line. Okay. The lipo that went on is the way we've been approaching telling people about what's available to them was limiting because we were talking to people that wanted to become part of this, but the conversation was about our new technology phase four. And out of the conversation, we forgot to say, hello, we have everything here now if you want to start your own channel. The minute we got that, right, and Jessica and I were talking about it, one of our folks said, you're kidding. Now, this is somebody that's been with us for a while. She said, I can really talk to people about that now? See, what happened was, I was asking for something. I was asking for something in that moment. I don't remember my words, I, I, but I was asking for a level of clarity and insight on what I needed to change. Do I have to change the way I'm thinking about this? Do we have to change the way I, I can't remember it? But the essence was tell me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I don't get words, I got a picture. I told Jessica, she told Jenna, Jenna called three people. And as a result of that one thing that I read somewhere in this section of the book, right? Uh, I think it's called Truth Without Conscious Reasoning. Because of that, change of perspective. And now we have minimally two people that want to launch entire channels with us. See, that thing there that I wasn't sure how to phrase it and am I going to phrase it right? I'm messing it up that's why your book is so powerful because if people knew even something like I'm confused I need clarity I don't understand you know can we talk about what holds people back Robbie from you yeah. and what I did because I hesitated but yeah. you see I had your book Infinity. yeah yeah so your book was like what do you got to lose Pat <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I, I, here's what I think, Pat, about that. I think people have expectations of what, and they have attachments to what they want and what they desire. And they think, you know, you set that powerful mind in that direction and ask for help to get you there and you'll get there. And then when they don't, they feel like, oh, this doesn't work. Um, I'm not hearing them. I'm not seeing them very few people see them and hear them every single person is clairsentient every single person has a guardian angel by their side 24 7. by being clairsentient you feel that guidance with your body especially in the solar plexus right some people get a tingling some people get goosebumps some people get that feel energy moving through them But it's that sixth sense, it's that intuition. And people think that when they start communicating with their guides and angels, they're gonna start seeing them and hearing them. And most people are not programmed or wired that way in this particular lifetime. So let them show up the way they need to show up in the time but don't don't expect to see them and don't expect things to happen the way you want them in we're so used to instantaneous gratification right so again it comes back to that letting go of the how hand it over let it go of the how this is going to happen and when this is going to happen and how they communicate but this is another reason we put a lot of examples in that book of how to tell whether it's guidance from your guides and angels versus your mind Because the mind is tends to be fear based. And it'll tell you you have to you should you need to. Whereas guidance from the guides and angels and we're only working with benevolent beings here. It feels right. You just have that knowing and it's done so with love they'll never tell you you have to do anything. But it is, it just, it, so that's where you develop that, that intuition, that GPS. Yeah. So you might get when you wake up during the night or first thing in the morning, there's a thought directly there. That's likely from them. If it's directly from the other side, it's quick, it's instantaneous It's when you first wake up. It's that second or third thought, okay, now the mind's engaged. <laughs> right. So, so, you know, in three seconds, whether it's a yes or a no, typically. And if you go beyond three seconds, now the mind's engaged. So you start picking up on the distinctions. And if you're not sure, tell them you're not sure. Thank you for making it more clear. Thank you for making it more obvious. If I'm, if I'm getting it wrong, thank you for making that. That's their job to communicate to us. And we're wired to pick up on that. And they've told me if we have to have somebody make a movie about something or write a book and have the book fall on somebody's head, that is not a problem for them because they're operating in a higher dimension. Third dimensional existence, which is here on this planet, is so easy for them. And it's child's play. And it's very easy for them to manipulate, which is why they will not manipulate, because they honor and respect our free will. And it's done with tremendous love.
1: You know, I love this. I want to take a short break because one of the things I find most important, and I love this quote that you have in here from Mary Baker Eddy um, in the book. I, I love it. And I want to talk to you about this when we come back because I think it's at the core essence of so much, at least in my life at the moment. You know, it is interacting with the spirit world. I, I want to take a, a, a really deeper dive with Robbie, Robbie with you, Robbie Holtz. The book that I mentioned before is Angels in Waiting. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can get a hold of Robbie. How you can get the book, all of the above. But think about this when angels visit us, we do not hear the rustle of wings, nor feel the feathery touch of the breast of a dove, but we know their presence by the love they create in our hearts. So if it's not that, and you're getting messages of doubt, and you're getting messages of fear, and you're getting messages of not enoughness, When we come back, Robbie's going to help us understand what it is and what it ain't. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, certified life and recovery coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: There isn't a magic pill to creating your healthy lifestyle.
1: Yet it doesn't have to be hard or feel impossible. Health works from the inside out, connecting both your body and your mind. Georgette LePage lives and breathes what she teaches, so allow her to be living proof of what can work for you. Connect with her now for a free 30-minute discovery session to see what results you are looking for and how she can help you
0: get them. Visit GeorgetteLePage.com.
1: Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God, whatever you believe in, have you ever wondered Why, but better than why, or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become. This is the time to change. And gratitude, meeting with love, opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine. Crust busting your way to an awesome life. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm Licensed Therapist with Drina Layton. We want to
1: invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and with Drina Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives.
0: Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things
1: around and gain the
0: Merit for Life mindset.
1: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack and yes, our office is open and we are doing strictly phone consultations. If you would like to call and get tuned up, it's perfect time with everything that's going on and things aren't calming down, pick up the phone and give us a call. It's quick and easy and it's fun. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at maryjanemack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Oh my gosh, how exciting. Uh, do any of you want to know maybe what the angels have in store for you? Do you have a question for them? Um, do you even know if you have a guardian angel? Do you believe in them? one 800 930 I'm so thrilled to have Robbie joining me here today. But Robbie, before we uh get into it, especially this next part, the book is Angels in Waiting, How to Reach Out to Your Guardian Angels and Spirit Guides. Can you tell folks a little bit about? your, how they find out about you, your website, because if they go to your website, they can like look at healing sessions and a whole bunch of other things, but please give them information about you if you would.
0: Okay. We put together a website that offers a lot of information that's free because the passion, I'm sorry, I'm getting phone calls. Uh, The passion is to get this information out, whether it's about how to engage help from your angels and guides or how to heal or how to have better, you know, body, mind, spirit wellness, right? Live that vibrant life. So if they go to holeswellness.com, H-O-L-Z, W-E-L-L nes There's a lot of information. We put up an online healing course. Um, there, there's a lot of information that it, it, you can just where do you want to go, right? Because like you, the passion is getting this information out, because it makes a huge difference for people. So there's a, a lot of resources available to people. And that's really why we got the information out of, that the aboriginals asked us to get that out about the secrets of aboriginal healing. They asked us to take that out there. And I was really shocked, Pat, to find that it really resonates with people. Because now the first two books are in over 44 countries, Yeah, it, you can feel truth. And so it's done really well. And then And the guides lately have been saying, please get people to ask us to help them more. So I think people don't really understand how to do that. And so that's why we put this last book out, Angels in Waiting.
1: And, you know, let's talk about this in in terms of what this book really guides us to, or at least what it guided me to. I've read it. I've read it twice. I always like to read it when I Mm -hmm. get it. And then I like to refresh myself as I get ready to do the show. And this, the second time in the refresher, let's say the refresher version, Mm -hmm. I was leaning towards some things that I think I, I, I blew by in, in my first read, because one of the things I wanted to talk with you about is what I was sharing with you on break. My guides when I can articulate, or when I just have the courage to ask, because asking for some of us is really hard. Am I doing it right? Am I going to say the right thing? But what I've discovered is when I hear things or when I get a message, one, it's almost instantaneously. Mm-hmm. It's like in a nanosecond. And two, I don't ever recall getting messages that I think are from my angels that tell me I'm not good enough. You're never going to accomplish it. Don't bother asking me. Do you really think you need that? Can we talk about the communication process and help folks understand they can do this? This is what you can expect. And it's different for everybody, isn't it?
0: It is different for everybody. And it's, it, And I believe that your intuition, that intuitive muscle is extremely developed in you. And that's why it's easier for you to communicate. We're all designed to be able to communicate we're wired that way it's just that some people have developed that ability more than others some people come in with their abilities expanded but we are each and every one of us designed to be able to communicate and receive guidance from the other side i think most people don't recognize the guidance they think that just because they got this thought that that it's their mind versus it could have been beautiful guidance coming from the other side but the difference is that the mind It tends to be fear-based, and it'll tell you that you have to do things. You have to, you should, you need to guidance from the angels and the guides are it's just so loving it's never forcing you to do anything and it is not fear-based it's done with tremendous love they will never tell you you're not good enough or that you don't deserve something or that you know it, it, in a negative way they don't operate in that world and it's funny because i get people who say you know my guardian angel must be so impatient with me must be frustrated i wouldn't be surprised if they developed a drinking habit from having to be my you know my <laughs> watching over me, it's like, they don't, they don't have those emotions, they don't, they have nothing but tremendous love for us, they cherish us, if we knew how much they loved us, mm-hmm. it'd change everything, and that they're there for us, and here's a thing that I love to tell people, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are good at asking for parking spaces, right, you know, that's, that's no problem, yeah. because I think it's this hard, having a hard time asking for help, but when you recognize every time you ask them to help you that allows them to step in and it allows them to grow because they're serving you out of tremendous love so every time you ask and allow them to help you it allows them to grow. As you grow, it allows them to grow. So it's this beautiful symbiotic relationship that's a win-win for everybody. So ask away, big, small, vague, specific, as often as you want. They want to be of service and help you, but they're going to do it in a loving way. And that's Mm -hmm. why you're not going to get negative stuff from them. They might have interesting ways of guiding you. I'll tell you this. I went to two different angel conferences and got speeding tickets on the way to both of them. Okay. (laughs) So if that wasn't a guidance from them about you really need to slow down, um, I'm paying attention. And if you miss it, they'll bring it around again, maybe in a different way. Maybe I needed to get that second speeding ticket. Apparently I did. Right. But it, but they will find a way to communicate that information to you. And if you misinterpret it, they'll find a way to get that corrected as well. So it's it's they will pop thoughts into your head. What I like to say is, thank you for helping me open to what's in my yeah. best interest to open to. Thank you for helping me release what's in my best interest to release. And yeah. thank you for helping me live the highest vision of my soul.
1: Yeah. I love this. You know, I think the thing that you're referencing or one of them I want to just go to is I think there's a part in your book which talks about intention is the key. And I want to spend a moment on that. Mm -hmm. And I I really, really want to hear in your words, really the underpinnings of it, because when I read it and I caught myself in this one situation, what I realized is that I have to say my little prayer thing that I do, God, please heal my fear-based thoughts. So I got to get that going over there because what I've learned about myself, when I engage in this from a place of fearful intention, let me call it, I don't get the clarity. It may be there, but I just—it just it just can't get in. And so what I've learned the other day is, and i I wish I could remember how this developed for me but it wasn't out of desperation. It was out of curiosity. And I was asking the question, what is it about how we're going about this that I'm not, I'm not seeing, you know, what is it that you can reveal to me about this process that I'm not seeing clearly. And it was something like that. Mm -hmm. And what got revealed to me was just incredible. And I made three phone calls and it changed everything within 35 minutes. That to me, that feeling, that feeling, Robbie, that is the feeling that I'm holding on to. That is now my sweet spot. Great. That's where I want to come from. And that's what I would love people here to learn about. Can you talk about that, that part where you talk about intention?
0: Yeah. And I think what you're talking about is how this is a game changer, right? I mean, why would you want to operate on your own when you have this tremendous, loving, tremendously powerful help available to you waiting to assist you? They don't have limitations. We do. They see how to get you where you want to go, you know, and also according to your soul's intention. So you're going to love where they take you. But you, so what I love to do is hand it over hand Anything and everything, whether it's how to deal with noisy neighbors or how to deal with climate change or anything and everything, they will help you get to a place of peace. And acceptance and clarity and what to do. So, have an intention, hand it over to them, let them guide you and help you and assist you. They'll not only give you the insights, like you were talking about in that example you just gave, they'll not only give you the insights, the aha moments, they'll also help you get there. They send energy to you, they set up synchronicities. Again, child's play for them. But one of the things that you mentioned when you started to go down this example was, I think you phrased it something like, help me let go of these fear-based thoughts.
1: That's a little prayer.
0: Okay. Well, and that I would go back to, you know, we were talking about the secret earlier and they talk about how you focus on what you don't want. So what the guides and angels have taught taught me is you would phrase it differently so that you're not giving fear any, any energy, you know, that, that quote about Mother Teresa would never go to an anti-war rally, right? Only for (laughs) peace because she didn't want to give any energy to the war. Same thing here. So I would, I I mean, obviously it's free will, but they would, they've encouraged me to phrase it more like, thank you for helping me find peace, joy, clarity, trust, acceptance, no matter what's going on around me, Mm. you know? And I, I like to say, thank you for helping me help the world in a positive way. Oh,
1: that's perfect. That, that's going to be our mantra because you know one of the things you pointed out to me was and I, I'd love for you to talk about it you know you also guide us through in not just the book but in your work you also guide us book learning some tools how to develop a closer connection to our angels and I think that is so critical and so key and it was, somebody said something to me a couple of weeks ago and I can't remember what it is but it was kind of like, well, I have to wait till I get the right mindset. So, Okay. So like I have to wait before I can ask for help, because if I'm not like in the perfect mindset or in the perfect, I don't know, my aura is not like gold, yeah. then I'm, I'm not, not, I can't ask the angels.
0: Right. I'm not in my well, sacred space. Right.
1: Yeah. I, and then I said, I don't know about you but I ask for help, I don't care where I am. And it maybe doesn't come out pretty, right? (laughs) Yes, I hear
0: you when you say that, I know, I know. (laughs) But know that they will respond. And that's the mind trying to overcomplicate things again. Mm -hmm. It is as simple as asking in your mind, they're telepathic to your thoughts. Thank you Mm -hmm. for helping me with whatever. It's not an, oh, please, it's a thank you. Thank you for assisting me. And they will, they will respond again, according to the highest and best good of all and what your soul intends, but your soul wants you to be happy and healthy and mm-hmm. vibrant and moving in love and letting go of the fears yeah. and the mind stuff. And they have permission to help you with that.
1: Well, I want to get to some of these things that will help people too, because one of the things I was reading is you, you also give us some tips and ideas. One of the things I love, and I want to talk to you about this is I think you call it creating a shrine. Now Hmm. I I read this and honestly, it explained a lot. Linda will say to me, Linda's my best friend. She scheduled this. Linda's awesome. Jessica's awesome. But when they buy me flowers or they know I'm going to be by flowers, there's only one type of flower. I I mean, I love all flowers. But if you're gonna buy me flowers, right, for whatever the reason is, they've got to be roses. Mm. And didn't understand anything about it till I started to read, create a shrine. So I have altars. Yeah. Uh, You can't see them very well because of the reflection. But I've got them back here. I've got them over here. I have what you call shrines in multiple places. What I say is I learned that as being a young child through Catholicism. There are more altars and more shrines and more ways when you're a young child and you walk in and you just see them all, you know, candles that's changed a lot now. Mm -hmm. But what is the power and importance of this? Because I was reading this and I didn't know roses like had like the frequency you said
0: roses have the highest frequency of all the flowers and so that's why roses are highly recommended when we put together this information about how to set up a shrine or a sacred space right that builds that energy what the guides and angels encouraged us to write was it's best to have candles that are not scented they really don't want things that are just not in their in their original form so have white Right unscented candles have flowers that are white or roses are fabulous Uh, when I go and buy them roses, they. I always I ask the guys, what do you guys want? Right. And it's always roses. And they will go for the white roses, you know if, if they're available, um, or the ones that are not quite as commercially tainted. Um, it's just this building this energy. And it's like it's, you know, we started to talk about this a couple minutes ago about yeah. building this relationship. It's like a friendship. If you ignore them and then you don't talk to them for six months, it's hard to build a relationship. But ask them, so be aware that first of all that they're there by your side. 24-7. You're never without their assistance and love. But ask them, thank you for helping me develop a stronger connection to you.
1: Yeah. Boy, isn't that it? Isn't yeah. that it? I mean, I love the way you take people on this journey. And this is the book is simply, for me, it's a reflection of really your life's path, your life's calling and what you do in the world. So I just want to be clear about that. You know, everything I reference in the book, people can find out more about you, Robbie. They can go to your website and they can find out about you and they can understand what it's like to work with you, right? Um, but when I when I look at this again, I am so struck by the simplicity by which you enable us to do this, right? Mm -hmm. flowers candles bells crystals spiritual statues photos i mean right i went around my house and then in the office i'm i'm working remotely today because right after this i i i go do a play my little sport but i looked at this yesterday and i said to linda i says you should really look at this part in Robbie's book. So here's what came out of my mouth. She said, ask Robbie. I said, do you think I have too many? <laughs> Where did that come from? See, that's a crazy making. <laughs> yeah. What, what, I would never question the way that I've set up my space here and there. That's crazy. Cl- but we ask ourselves these things. Yeah, to have too many—can you really have too many like spiritual representations?
0: Well, and because what you're doing is you're raising the frequency and the vibration and the energy in that area, right? Yeah. So. My guides have helped you know they've helped me uh, recognize that it, it simplify. It's the mind that complicates, and especially the more you don't understand something, the more you tend to complicate it, right? Yeah. But it is simple. Keep it simple. Keep your life simple. Keep mm-hmm. your cooking simple. Keep everything <laughs> simple, right? But yeah. you can't have. But you know, but having this energy all over the house, that's fabulous, or so your office, or whatever. However, for me, they have me do my consultations, my work in one particular room so that that energy gets built very strongly yeah and it's nice i do have yes i do have other areas around the place but when it comes to the work they want it done in this particular room because the energy is the strongest yeah yeah by all means
1: I have a room like that too. It's so fascinating you mentioned that. Um, I want to I want to just bring this full circle for a minute for people. I got a question that came in and they wanted us to talk a little bit about this. So it's it's something that it's important to clear up. But before we do that, please tell people what your website is, how they can get a copy of the book and how they can work with you. Let's take a minute to do that if we could.
0: Okay. All the information is up on my website holeswellness.com. H O L Z w-e-l-l-n-e-s-s the books are up there you know i love to support the mom and pop bookstores have them order it for you otherwise it's always available on amazon barnes and noble and there are other things up there as well other books um but it, you know there's a there's a lot of information up there but what we've you know done our best to do is people contact me all the time how do i contact the aboriginal tribe right how do i get into the outback it's like no we put this information together so that it's here for you so you don't need to go to the outback the information is there the same thing with these books people want consultations with me and that's lovely but Mainly, it's like this information is here, so you don't need to go anywhere but within yourself. This information is here so that you can learn to develop this relationship yourself, so that you can take it. If I do consultations with people, it's usually just one hour. That's it. It's just enough to double, to give them that information and get them out there doing what they need to do, spreading that, you know, that because it is a big transformational thing when you start allowing their help.
1: It is big. And, you know, I love that you mentioned that because, you know, I I agree with you. Uh, Really, for me, an hour is quite a bit because, you know, there's a lot that comes through and there's a lot Mm -hmm. that you open up to. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to clarify something. One of the listeners asked me to clarify it. Um, I'm not saying not to use the mind. That wasn't my reference. I want to get to some to this really one point that you have in the book. That is about using the mind as a power tool. What I was referencing is my mind showing up to ask, like, like when it said, oh, do you think you have too many of these? I just was like, no, please go away. Um, so can we talk about the mind and how powerful yeah. of a tool it can be?
0: Yeah, I think that's really essential, and that's why we really talked about that a lot in the book. The mind is a very powerful tool. You and I know that, and so many of your listeners know that. We are very good at manifesting, at creating, but it's a powerful tool designed to assist the soul. And it's it's not of a... When you ask a higher consciousness to guide you, the mind follows that guidance or chooses not to it's free will planet you do whatever you want but the mind is not designed to be doing some of the things that we're asking it to do it doesn't know how to find the best career for you it can do that but it doesn't know the best one the best romance the best partner how to be the best parent it's designed to follow the guidance from a higher consciousness on how to do these things that's the difference yes by all means use the mind but when you use it in conjunction with a higher consciousness and that's what we're talking about with these angels these spirit guides that inner wisdom available to all of us even jesus or god or saints or whoever ascended masters that's a higher consciousness than the mind use it together and the world is showing you what happens when the minds are in charge it tends to be very fear-based negative judgmental the mind is designed to assist the soul but not necessarily be in charge of some of these things it doesn't really know how to do it's designed to follow the guidance from a higher loving consciousness
1: yeah when i think about this and there's so much more you cover in the book and i just i i want to make sure i at least mention them mention a few of them one of the things i loved is how you take us on this guide how you take us on this pathway, and you allow us to say imperfectly perfect. Yes, you allow us to say that. Yes. And and I, I, I am so thrilled to hear you do that. And what I mean by allow us to say that is sometimes we do need permission. You know, we are looking for guidance to say, like me, I am not going to do it perfectly, but I know the way that I asked for guidance the other day, oh my gosh, you can't even believe, I can't even believe, begin to tell you what has changed in five days. Yeah. I'll talk to you offline about it, but my point is this. Did it show up the way that I thought? No. Did it show up better than I thought? Absolutely. Was I open? Was Jessica open? Was Jenna open? Were we open? And did we know the action to take? So I want to put this together, this idea of imperfectly perfect, and and just ask you to speak for a minute. I don't know if it's just my nature, but when I get what I call a hit, it's usually followed by an action. I don't have to think very long. In the book, you talk about trusting it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's imperfectly perfect, how we approach it. Can you talk about the connection between what we do and then trusting?
0: Yeah, because I think a lot of us have a really hard time trusting ourselves and trusting the other side of the veil. So one of the distinctions is you can ask, is this coming from a place of love? Because it's, if it's fear-based, it's not love, right? So they will guide you with love they and that's where you can tell and that, uh, to me the ultimate guiding question is what would love do and sometimes love sets up boundaries out of self-love right but it does not belittle you judge you uh it doesn't go there and this is where i'm saying that these guides and angels are offering you tremendously powerful loving assistance guided through love and what is in your best interest and what is in, it's all done with love. And that's how you can tell the difference. And and so we have the shadow in us as much as we do on the planet. It helps makes things more clear. It makes it more obvious. So it's about recognizing to embrace that shadow, to embrace these experiences that you've gone through and recognize they're just as important to help you recognize how to move towards love and what happens when you don't and not to be beating yourself or critical when you haven't moved in love. It's all part of the learning process.
1: Yeah. See, I, this is part of why, what you've put out in this particular book. I mean, you have put out so many great things, you know, in the work that you've done and, and what you signed up for, you know, how this life has chosen you. To be the ambassador of helping so many people, um, I don't know where I would be today if I had not learned this tool along the way, and but and I learned it out of desperation. I didn't learn it; I learned it out of a mom commits suicide, being homeless. I mean. I didn't, I didn't learn this because I sat on a mountain and got enlightened. Mm -hmm. I learned it because I was so desperate. If I didn't try something else, I don't know that I'd be here today. Right. Right. I I wanted to take a minute and have you talk about your greatest vision for people that will read this book and will work with you.
0: I think the great, that's a great question, Pat. Nobody's ever asked me that one. Um, I think the greatest vision is that people recognize how much they are loved and that they are never ever alone and that there is tremendous assistance waiting just waiting for them to ask that will change their life dramatically. I'm not overselling anything here, as you know, it's, they're available to us. It's a free will planet. You can use it or not, but I use them for anything and everything. And I know it makes a big difference. So I want people to know there's tremendous loving assistance waiting to help you. And I think that that's why we put all this information in this book is here's how to recognize it and know that these beautiful beings are always by your side.
1: Yeah. I think it's so important. You know, I I really look at this akin to a lot of the work I do individually with our hosts and our co-hosts that really want to expand and grow their brand. And it's always for me, you know, it's important I put something in front of you. It's important if you can't say what you want, that I put something in front of you and show you. Now, when you do that, you make yourself very vulnerable. And I think people feel vulnerable at this particular stage in this mm-hmm. process but if you try it a couple of times and you follow the guidance and you get that in your cellular memory right because mm-hmm. for me it is about imperfect per imperfect perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect either one that's the process and when i don't and reading your book has reminded me but when i don't the ugly shows up. <laughs> the ugly just gets cranked up in here. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah. I don't want to. Right. Thank you so much for all that you do. Can you take a moment and just let people know how they can contact you um, and also how they can work with you directly?
0: Sure. Again, all this information is up on the website holeswellness.com. The, the books, the, the the consultations that I do, uh, the you know the online healing course. We've tried to get it, make it as accessible as possible to as many people as possible. That's the goal: is to get this out there because it does make a difference and it helps people wake up yeah. and 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 move out of that belittling the ugly, as you put it, and find that peace and that joy.
1: Yeah. Uh, I can't thank you enough, first of all, for joining me here today and for not giving up, you know, for staying the course, because we are now at a place where so many people really are longing and hungry for uh, different answers to the questions that they've been asking. And thank you for allowing that to be, you know, the course for so many people. Thank you so much for all you do, Robbie. Thank you. Right back at you, Pat. I want to thank Benny. I want to thank Olivia. I want to thank Jacob. I want to thank all of you out there for being the best audience on the planet. I mean, you've asked to have more content like this. That's why we brought Robbie. We're bringing you the best.